I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And welcome to Books and Bevies. See, much better than last episode. I didn't I didn't try to improv that time. So. <laughs> Never try to improv. Stick with the script. <laughs> okay this show does not have a script we all know this if this was scripted (laughs) that would be be fired immediately very sad (sighs) but nope this is just what our brain does brains do jesus christ (laughs) doing well oh also before we get started on all of the other podcasts. I had a time this past like week with the podcast because I'm sure you didn't notice <laughs> because you've been busy. <laughs> um, but I haven't posted to the Instagram lately um, because I know I did not notice. <laughs> so I still haven't done any of the posts for little women or anything like that because uh there was a glitch that happened when I was posting the most recent episode mm-hmm. where um, for a while there, when I posted part two, it completely erased part one and wow. made part one also have part two's audio. So we just had part two for okay. two different episodes. So uh, as of right now, I just fixed it before recording this episode um so now we have part one and part two again and it looks like everything is fixed so I mean like knock on wood um but I'll get back to the I just didn't want to like post for an episode that didn't exist anymore um (laughs) so yeah that's my update for the listeners on our little woman episode. It has been fixed. If any of you noticed, if you didn't notice even better, uh, if you don't care, that is even better than that. So, <laughs> cause I feel like a lot of our listeners listen to the episode, like right when it comes out. So like this glitch didn't happen until the second episode came out. So I feel like no one really noticed, at least no one angrily messaged or tweeted at us, which is all I really ask for. The bar is low. The bar, <laughs> the bar is on the floor. What's your bevy? Do you have a proper bevy? Green tea. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> I need you to drink for this book. This is an important book. <laughs> I will drink for the second one. <laughs> no. I- no, no, shut up. Shut up. I feel like it's unfair that I started reading, like, unfair to myself that I started reading the next one because now there are. <laughs> no, you can't say anything. Like, you can't, literally can't. can't. Oh my God. I actually don't know if I can do it. <laughs> no, okay. What are you doing? <laughs> This could be a long one, I think. This is gonna be a hard one to edit. We are not going anyway. <laughs> um, I am drinking, I think I've I'm pretty sure I've drank these on the podcast before, but they're delicious. They're called straight and narrows. They're Ooh. basically uh gin seltzers that are local to the island. Um I've got the peach elderflower flavor. Say older flower flavor three times fast. Jesus Christ. That was hard. <laughs> Say it one time fast. <laughs> older flower flavor. <laughs> so yeah, that's my bevy today. Yeah. Do you have a reason for drinking? <laughs> Back in oh <laughs> actually. This has nothing to do with right now, but just my flight from uh, Vancouver to Halifax was so terrible. Oh, God. I have, I looked atrocious when I landed. There were so many delays. My flight got canceled and then moved to another one. And I was suffering. Oh, that sucks. I can't imagine having to deal with that. Yeah, it was honestly terrible. So that's not, that's it. Okay, hello. What about you? So that's the reason you drink after, other than that, you're just like chilling now that you're back? Yeah, honestly, fine. I like, nice. uh, I'm, I'm a very introverted person, so all these like lockdowns and uh, no going to classes. Although I hate Zoom classes. I do like being alone in my room for extended periods of time. <laughs> so <laughs> pros and cons. Mm-hmm. And you? Um, well, I mean, I think I'm mostly drinking to celebrate the fact that I think we found a fucking house to live in. Um, we're just waiting to figure out a move-in date. So, and it looks super sweet. There's a lot of space. Um, the rooms are a good size. Uh, kitchen is good. Like, it seems like there's just a lot of perks to this house. It's closer to town. It's not going to catch on fire, we hope. Um, I drink because I'm about to start my online courses for my degree, which is super exciting. Um, I drink. I think that's it. Honestly, everything has been like pretty chill. I mean, like I've been super stressed and anxious and like a little bit depressed for the past week because I've been just like kind of in this state of limbo. But yeah, so I guess that's just kind of why I drink. 
feeling very medium hoping that I'm finally on the upswing <laughs> anyways this book this book so uh on this episode we reviewed dance of thieves by mary e pearson uh i i just read on the front cover it's a new york Times best-selling author of the remnant chronicles and so now i need to read the remnant chronicles (laughs) yeah apparently i i actually I knew this um, and I did some research on it. Apparently the Remnant Chronicles takes place kind of in the same world, but in an earlier time period. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Very exciting. So I also would like to read those books. I had like a, not like a panic, but more of like a, a deep sadness when I was, was adding books to read to my list of books I want to read. And I came to the conclusion that there's literally no way I can read all of the books that I want to read. And I was like, this is the worst thing. I was just thinking about that for like two hours. So unless we become very successful with this podcast, but like even imagine how many books, even if I read all day, all night for my entire lifetime, there are millions of books that I would never read. It's true. And I am sad, but yeah, um, Dance of Thieves is a fantasy book about <laughs> I don't know how to describe it to you. Um okay, so it takes place in a uh obviously in another world because it's fantasy. Um and there's two main characters, Kazi and Jace, who are both thieves, hence the title, but they're kind of like a, like they're different types of thieves because Jace is more like renowned and like he comes from a really good family that's just like a little sneaky almost like in today's world what embezzlement would be like yeah and he's like a a king king of senses yeah (laughs) yeah he's a king but just the word for it is different in the book um and then kazi is also a thief but she is like living on the streets and steals to survive whereas jace kind of steals to just increase his income even more basically that's how i would try to describe the two different types of thievery that go on in the book i guess (laughs) (laughs) the the description of jace's thievery i think is unfair um but I will say nothing um, until later. <laughs> and that is, wait, actually, give me a second. I'm going to read the end of this book just to make sure how this ends. So I'm not going to start saying things about the next book. But yeah, what are your, what are your non-spoiler thoughts? Um, that it is very good. I'm a big fan of this book. I loved it. It 
with all fantasy books, it takes me a while to get into it because I'm always very confused. Um, was, I think some this book in particular, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Is there were so many words and things and names that nothing was happening in my brain for like several chapters. Yeah, there's like a lot of... Um, obviously there's like a whole nother world that you kind of have to wrap your head around and um different words for different things obviously also there was a lot of characters besides the main characters like jace the main character has a huge family and they all are like a part you learn about them all yeah so that that was very hard for me um there's also several like I'm putting in quotes kingdoms or like areas with all mm-hmm. different leaders and ways of life and there's just a lot there's a mm-hmm. lot to learn at the beginning Kazi also has a lot of friends who play a very large role like there's so the characters I think is was probably one of the hardest things for me to wrap my head around and then also there was like history kind of for this world that was just kind of like thrown into the book every now and then that I did not understand. Um, I would say it took me like halfway through the book for me to be like, oh, I understand what's going on. I get it. I, I'm familiar with these characters now. Yeah, it. Uh, you're right. It definitely was a bit of a challenge getting through the beginning part. I think I was just trying to read it slowly enough that I could understand, but it mm-hmm. still wasn't helping. I was just mm-hmm. like, sorry (laughs) doing what where are we (laughs) um another thing that I would say that spoiler free is this book takes place from from two perspectives which are the two main characters so it's not just two main characters but every chapter or not each chapter it'll either say Kazi or Jace underneath the chapter number and that is whose perspective it's from And I think I didn't like it as much with the Atlas six, but in this book, I really liked it. I, I think it because Atlas six, there is a lot of characters. I know you didn't like it as much. I still did like it in Atlas six. I thought it was just like fun getting the different perspectives, but yes, this one I loved. I loved the switching back and forth. And I was like, yeah, this one, I found it, um, Yeah, this one, I I feel like it was worth it to be reading it from other perspectives. I feel like it's kind of a, mm, no, I'm going to save this thought for the spoilers. Um, But there is a reason why I liked the fact that there were two perspectives. But I also at times found it a little frustrating. No, again, saving it for the (laughs) I can't say it. Um, but I think that for me, those are like the two main spoiler, spoiler free things that I can say. I Uh, also, (laughs) spoiler free thing. I think I found a spelling mistake (laughs) and I was like, interesting. Even even though it's like, obviously a huge book and it's like one spelling error. And I'm like, (laughs) ha. Do you know the page? What spelling error was it? Give me a second. <laughs> yeah, page 140. Uh, the last paragraph. 
first sentence um it says at if but it should be as if oh my god you're right right (laughs) something about finding errors in books i'm like am i better than everyone (laughs) no i'm just kidding but um yeah that was irrelevant to the story and did not take away from my enjoyment of it but I just noticed it as I was reading it nice I'd share um also I think we mentioned this in the last episode but Katrina and I have discovered our favorite genre of books through this podcast just because we we were never really able to pick beforehand but now we can both say with 100% certainty that my favorite our favorite is fantasy and I remember texting you and being like something about a map in the front of the book immediately gets me more invested in the book yes I it, it was so it was such a clear change from the books we've done previously reading just like the level of excitement I had to read this book mm-hmm. I love a fantasy world same just also something about it strong female lead we love to see that yes I do love to see that also (laughs) I knew exactly (laughs) what you were about to say I think it's a spoiler yeah I'm gonna save it for later (laughs) fast forward 30 seconds and I'll probably be talking about it Oh, we will see. Uh, do you have anything else that's like spoiler free to add? I really want to get into the spoilers of this book. I feel like this is the most excited. Also for this podcast, it's the most excited I've been to talk about a book. I know. Really. I feel like this is like the whole point we started this because we were so excited about what we were reading at the time we were discussing this. And then the rest of the books, I'm not saying the books that we've done are bad. Obviously, we like them. They just didn't have the same level of like, oh my God, I need to talk to you about this. Whereas this one throughout like the past like week or something, I've just been texting Sarah being like, dude, yeah, finish the book. I need to talk to you. And uh, I feel bad for Kat because she started the book immediately after she finished Little Women. Um, And I did not because my life caught fire literally um so I didn't start it until like earlier this week um which was fine it was like a decently oh I guess this is also spoiler free it was a decently easy read like with the exception of the overall confusion but I was able to finish it in a week and like be able to grasp what was happening so yeah it's it's not too long it's like 500 pages 505 nice I remember because I was like counting down during the last like little bit of the book I was stressed um but yeah I felt bad for Katrina because I was like just catching up and doing my best to catch up but I have a lot going on in my life right now so I was not catching up fast enough and Katrina was like I need to talk to you about this book right now and I was like well you can't like either way we have to wait till we record it was it was a lot. Um, 
I have, I have, I have thoughts. I have some thoughts. Me too. Are we ready to get into the spoilers? Do you have anything spoiler free to add? Um, no. I guess that there's a book too. Yeah, there is a book too. That Katrina has already started, so she's going to struggle with this episode. Yes, I'm struggling already not to say things that I know. But when I tell you, this will be like my selling point to read the next one. I liked the first book. I loved the second book. (laughs) I like watching my comfort shows on Netflix. They're just like in the background before I go to bed or something. I did not watch Netflix the whole time as I was just reading these books. I was like, if I have time for Netflix, I have time to read. That was <laughs> honestly the same as me while reading the first book. Like there's a new, there's a new season of Queer Eye that I'm a big, I love Queer Eye. Great oh, so show. There's a new season that I haven't seen. And I literally started watching it, got like halfway through the first episode. And I was like, why am I doing this? I should be reading. Um, but yeah, I am very excited for the second one. Um, but yeah, I think let's get into the spoilers because clearly that's what we want right now. Okay. Ooh, I'm going to put this in this spoiler free bit. Um, again, one of those books that's on the cusp of spicy, but not spicy. I feel like we don't need to explain that anymore because we've yeah. explained it for like a lot of books that we've read. I, I, would, I would just say it's not spicy. Oh, really? I mean, I guess. I feel like there was enough that was like cut out. I'm trying to think of what happened now. I'm too far into the next one. <laughs> well, I mean, there was like a lot of like points where you could tell that spicy stuff was about to go down. All right. Yeah, you're right. A pre-spicy. Pre-spicy. Yeah. Pre-spicy book. Um, which I think is like the perfect level for me. Me too. This is what I like. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, oh, they're gonna fuck. But I don't get like the details. <laughs> also, you know what I found interesting to read the fact that it was clear how old they were which is younger than both of us I thought was like a, just fun to read about where I'm like no oh, these kids are just living out their best lives <laughs> and I'm not I, found, I found that I forgot their ages a lot like I feel like when I was reading from their perspectives it felt like they were our age I feel like I assume that a lot when I read books, no matter what I'm reading about, I will think, okay, so the main character is obviously the same age as I am. (laughs) Moving on. A hundred percent. I'm like, okay, so Cassie is 24. And even though the book description describes her one way, she actually looks like me and I am Cassie. Like... (laughs) I feel like that's what it that's the joy of reading as opposed to watching a movie is you can make the character whatever you want it to be because it's, it's in your true. own head it's true because yeah I definitely pictured the characters as older as well 
like I didn't picture them as like 17 ish or like in their fucking teens like I pictured them as yeah, young yeah. adults I also pictured them as young adults again bonus of reading to be fair all like television movies even though they're like supposed to be like young not young teens like older teens 17 they'll cast like 30 year old actors so it's true it's like in the vampire diaries how damon was and like stefan are supposed to be frozen at like the age of 17 and then by the last season they are so clearly in their 40s (laughs) (laughs) i forgot that they're supposed to be frozen in age they're literally supposed to say 17 forever and when they were cast they already looked a little bit too old to be 17 and then they tried to make them still look 17 when they were like in their 40s gotta love that Mm -hmm. so katrina what is your overall rating and review of this book i see What? Okay, I'm gonna change the question. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, okay. So what? What, what was what? your over? <laughs> what are you doing with your hand? Stop interrupting me! I can't see my uh, hand. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Keep going. I'm just not gonna make eye contact. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't breathe. Um, what? <laughs> That's what you have to call this episode. What? <laughs> I'm not taking that whole clip out. Like, oh. that whole chaos. I'm keeping it in. Because <laughs> otherwise, they're not going to know what it means by when I title it. What? 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 <laughs> Anyways, so Katrina. What? <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Ask, ask the question. I'm serious now. <clears throat> <laughs> so, Katrina. <laughs> yes. You can't do it. Um, do you have an overall... <laughs> okay you want to try asking me first I don't know what you're trying to say (laughs) all I got was what I can't look at you. So Katrina, what is your overall rating and review? Or what, no, what was your overall rating and review before you started reading the second book? Because I want to okay. change that. Yes. Reading reading the second book adjusted my first rating because I needed to scale it. Um, I would say... I'm 
I probably give it an 8.5. Same. Nice. That was my, that was my first. Yeah. I, I would just like you to know that is my. Perhaps. Before the second book. Yeah. We can change it once I have read the second book. We can update later. We've done it before with We Were Liars. Or no. Yeah, yeah we did do it with, before with We Were yeah. Liars because we gave them a seven or something. <laughs> oh, was, I feel like the more I read, the lower We Were Liars goes. <laughs> also, It Ends With Us gets a lot lower. <laughs> it Ends With Us gets worse the more I think about it. I just Same. do not recommend that book. Yeah, so probably like an, an 8.5. Yeah, like a solid 8.5. Not quite a 9, but like definitely a like a above just a good, you know? Yeah, it was better than good. But not it quite a 9. Wasn't quite a 9. And not a 10. Not a 10. So I think the first spoiler that I would like to say... <laughs> And this is, I think, what you were going to say that we thought might be a spoiler. But this book is enemies to lovers on crack. It's it's a different kind of enemies to lovers where I was reading it. And obviously they kiss and I was like, oh, it already happened because it was like 100 pages in. And I was I like, know. well. Now I have nothing to look forward to. Little did I know, I was incorrect. <laughs> it was literally, this whole book, it was like enemies to lovers to enemies to lovers to enemies to lovers. And I was like, please, I'm getting whiplash. I, there's, I like it. It was, there was deeper rooted feelings. They were trying to hide and they were double cross each other. It was very, there's a lot happening. Also, I do like, I find a lot of fantasy books, scratch that, a lot of fantasy books that I have read have the main girl character being just a regular person that somehow becomes the most powerful, important person in the scenario and I'm like okay but all of these other people that have been trying to like do whatever you're doing have had no success and you're just nobody and now apparently you can do it so I find those kind of unrealistic where (laughs) they're fantasy and I'm like it's unrealistic (laughs) just about to say it's like when you were saying there wasn't a lot of depth in the book and I was like it's a children's book from the 1800s (laughs) (laughs) like all right I get that but no but like my point is I really like this book just because it was I find that Jace and Cassie were both kind of on equal footing mm-hmm. so she was just as like smart and um strong and powerful and like stuff like that as Jace was she just didn't have like the title to her but like they were equals in a sense which I enjoyed reading a bit yeah, I also liked that um, Cassie, I feel like it kind of relates to what you're saying about how they just like, in most fantasy books that we've read, they just kind of become super powerful. It was nice that like, she worked for her power. You yeah, know? like she trained, she she did things and she was powerful without Jace. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't what gave her power or anything like that. It wasn't like the magic of their love or something dumb. 
I also she was good on her own too which I yeah she was totally fine on her own and like I think the reason that I um just because I mentioned I was gonna mention this in the spoiler free part as well but the reason I liked the double perspective in this book specifically was because of the fact that they were like keeping secrets from each other a little bit and like obviously they're thieves they're very sneaky um but at the same time it was also very frustrating because sometimes he would be like oh like I just there's this one thing that I'm I need to know that I'm missing and it would be like the piece of information that Cassie had and I would be like just tell him I know you know it and I know he needs to know it so just do it like um like that was kind of frustrating but in a good way I feel like it was a really good way to build up their relationship and like obviously like I guess that's the point of like the title of the book dance of thieves it's Mm -hmm. like the dance of what they're what they were willing to tell each other to basically get what they wanted and then Mm -hmm. obviously they end up in love (laughs) (laughs) it was really funny because like I know like from the beginning I was like I feel like this is enemies to lovers and then I was like is it are they just gonna stay enemies like it kept me on my toes whereas I feel like with a lot of books I can really predict like the enemies to lovers trope like it ends with us I predicted what was gonna happen like don't talk about it ends with us (laughs) (laughs) you yeah you want to talk about character development in this book astounding I I genuinely I I was unsure if the point was that they were going to end up together or if like Cassie was going to get what she was basically like infiltrating his kingdom area to try and take out a prisoner on behalf of her own queen mm-hmm. and just because they like got together so early on and they were like hiding things from each other I genuinely didn't know if it was just going to end with her crushing him and then leaving I know that was my thing too I was so scared because I love Jace big fan of Jace huge Jace fan huge Cassie fan um incredible it was also kind of interesting to read this book because like they were both the main characters and like neither one of them were the villain and they didn't really realize they were like fighting for the same cause a little bit. Um, but it was, yeah, it was just interesting. Cause like everything, I think the author did a really good job of making both the main characters relatable, even when they were at odds. Cause like I could see Jace's point of view as well as Cassie's like a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. It, it wasn't like you took one side and were like, mm. Again, like it ends with us, where we were very clearly like he was always shitty. Did I make me fall in love with this guy? Book talk did me dirty recommending that book. Same. I it was not good. Also, I found um when I was on uh book talk. I remember seeing a video where that said Dance of Thieves was super overrated. I just don't get it. I mean, I think it's because we like fantasy though. Cause that's true. Obviously it ends with us is not fantasy. It's just like a real life mm-hmm. 
story. Whereas this is, we see a map and we're like immediately, yes. <laughs> I, I will say for like the mildly overrated perspective, um, parts of what were going to happen were very clear and a bit obvious well before they did actually happen. Mm-hmm. So like the ending once like they were in that scenario it wasn't going to end any other way and I feel like I knew that well before it was said so I thought that was kind of unfortunate I guess about this book um yeah I feel like a real twist would have been if like Jace had actually stood trial and actually been hanged <laughs> this is why you need to read. No, you to shut up. <laughs> no, no, nothing to do with what you just said. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm okay. No, no, <laughs> nothing to do with what you just said. I'm just saying. I felt like some of Dance of Thieves was a bit predictable. <laughs> the next book. <laughs> There's some unpredictability. I was losing my mind. I had no idea what was going to happen. <laughs> I almost dropped my iPad. I was reading the next book on my iPad. And I was just standing, walking around my apartment. I was like, oh. <laughs> sorry, but this is not about the second book. No, it's, it's not, not about the second book. We need to stop talking about it. I know um, what I want to tell you. But yeah, no, this book, some parts were a bit predictable, but I feel like that was also kind of like, it's hard not not to be. Mm. I also feel like I learned this relatively recently where um, I guess the Greeks essentially created most like tropes in their plays and in their writing and stuff like that. And there's a certain number of tropes that are, you know, that you can put into a book. And we still have not since ancient Greek times, we have not come up with a new trope since. So it's like, obviously, when you read enough, certain things become predictable. Yeah. Like enemies to lovers. Like as soon as I picked up this book, I was like, oh, enemies to lovers. But I feel like if you can use one of those tropes and still make it interesting and still keep the reader engaged. Yeah. Like that's what Dance of Thieves, I think, did well. Yeah. Because it's like, there isn't a new trope, but there are books where I can like kind of tell what's going to happen, but I still get excited when it happens, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not surprised, but I'm still like, whew. Yeah. Like when Jace ended up okay at the end of the book, I was like, I kind of, I predicted it, but I was still like, this is good. This is what I wanted. Yes. Shut up. <laughs> I was actually thinking about this book. <laughs> okay. Am I giving you deep stress because I know things? Yeah, I'm very stressed. I'm overthinking everything about your like body language and words right now. I know. I apologize. Um, no, no. This um uh, I I really like dance with these. I thought. I thought their relationship was 
cute in the sense that it was just like I feel like some books I don't know how to phrase this but they take away like the wholesome aspect of like just loving each other Mm -hmm. and I feel like this book was very good about it was just like they liked each other I don't want to say intellectually but it was different like it wasn't just because like the other one was hot or something like that it was like they fought aggressively to not like each other but they just couldn't help it and it just stayed at that kind of level of I don't know. I like it though. <laughs> I don't yeah, know how to explain. I what feel I'm like, in a way, I mean, I know their relationship is like very much so not realistic in a lot of work, like in a lot of ways. But I feel like it was realistic in the sense that like it didn't start off easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, I, you know, I feel not like realistic a- in a lot of ways. <laughs> Literally tries to kill him. Yeah, and then they get chained together on like a. <laughs> they get kidnapped and then travel through to a kingdom that's like not that realistic overall not a realistic dynamic but I feel like a lot of relationships like don't just like I feel like a lot of books when characters fall in love it's very like immediate like it's very like oh my god I saw you from across the room and I thought you were the most beautiful girl in the whole wide world and I had to come over and talk to you to get she's like He's like, oh my God, you are also the most beautiful man I've ever seen. Oh my God, you are so beautiful. And then they like pretend to like not be into each other. But like, there was never that in this book. It was very like, I like him, but I have other priorities and, you know, others like, you know, just like that aspect of it was very real. Like in what world does someone walk up to you and it's like, you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Actually, it has happened to me, but that's not, I've never accepted that. <laughs> like I've never ended up dating one of those people. Yeah. I <laughs> Like, I feel like You're if right. someone did that to me, I would be like, I mean, again, because it has happened to me every time someone's like, oh my God, you're the most beautiful woman ever. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, goodbye. I'd rather <laughs> get to like know someone first. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah, I did like the um, how their relationship progressed. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on Zane? Like that, that's that's when I, it was at that moment I loved Jace mm-hmm. is when. Yeah, when he was like, you son of a bitch and like started. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, he loves her. <laughs> I was like, and then he confessed his love for her like immediately after. It was good. Also, I will say, because like now that we're in the spoilers, I didn't want to say this in the spoiler free part, but the freaking little blurbs from like the ancient Ballinger family, mm-hmm. those confused the fuck out of me for like like literally until I got an explanation I did not understand yeah I feel like they could have been put later and I I didn't necessarily need them 
when they added no value to me in the beginning where I was like, what is, okay. I feel like this is going to be a really good book to reread someday because then it'll make sense what they were. But I just remember thinking like, who the fuck? And I, at one point I thought that Grayson and Jace were the same person because it was super early in the book and I hadn't like grasped the names yet. Um, And I was like, wait, that's not Jace, that's Grayson. And then I got like super freaking confused. So that was probably one thing that I didn't like about the book because it just added to the already existing confusion of having a new world to learn. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts on the riddles? I liked them. I liked the riddles and the stories. I thought they were cute. And I I like a riddle in the book because I always try to figure it out for a while. And it is, is another way like that I get super engaged and invested in a book. Um, kind of reminded me of The Hobbit a little bit. Like there were riddles in The Hobbit too. Um, I don't know. I liked it. What about you? I thought they were cute. Um, I think some of them, there may have been too many for me. Mm. I think, and I can't remember which part of it, but one of it, I just felt like giving a riddle was an unnecessary ad. It just kind of like took away from what I was reading. And I was like, Mm -hmm. all right, a riddle now. (laughs) (laughs) But um. I do like that it's just like kind of their thing. It's mm-hmm. like it's really when Jace did his riddle. Oh, it was so when Cassie did the riddle to get them out of the initial um kidnapper situation situation yeah. they were in. Badass. Uh, <laughs> it's things like these. This is why I work out. <laughs> It's so weird to explain. I work out because I read fantasy books and I want to be as badass as the female characters that I read about. I saw someone on TikTok. I was like, I don't know if you actually sent this to me or just saw it on my for you page. She was like, "Um, I work out just in case I get taken into a fantasy world and need to fight for everyone's life. And I was like, why is that exactly what I think about? I wish that there was like a fantasy type of fitness, like a a fantasy gym that you could sign up for where you learn how to do like specific fantasy workouts, you know, like obviously there's like the regular stuff, but then you can also learn like sword fighting and like just archery and like random weird fantasy weapon things. TM, I'm claiming that that'll be a business that I start. (laughs) TM. like someone must do that yeah there must be one somewhere if not y'all are actually no I don't want to start that business I'm not I'm not interested in that someone start that business for me so that I can go yeah like imagine you had to like I don't know you have like knives taped to your legs and you have to run through an obstacle course and, like right <laughs> stab some things oh. And they're like retractable knives. So like they're all fake and like you just pretend you're stabbing an assassin. Oh yeah, not like real knives. Yeah, yeah. And you just like pretend you're stabbing an assassin like the real badass that you are. And then when the time comes and the apocalypse happens and you actually need to do this, you're prepared. 
I bring weapons into good life. <laughs> like it's practice. That was a joke. I would never do that. Um, don't bring weapons into public places. That's not appropriate. Please do not do that. Redacted. That's the word, right? If it's it's a word that you can use for that, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's what you're trying to say. What do you think? I cannot answer this question. What do you think is going to happen in the next book? Okay, I literally have... I mean, I'm assuming that shit gets fucked. Um, I'm assuming... Because, okay, so... I almost just, like, read chapter one of the next book because it's in the back of this book. I was like, I'm not ready. I need the full book. I can't just read one chapter. Um, Okay. So, uh... The last chapter of this book is also like super ominous because one, it doesn't have a perspective. It's neither from Cassie or Jace's perspective. Um, And it's basically about, I feel like their family gets in a bad time, like gets taken captive or something, gets attacked. That's like my number one thing that I think happens based off of the last chapter of the book. Um, I'm assuming that Zane has something to do with it because he didn't get killed or anything, right? And if Jace wasn't there, I don't, like he didn't, Jace, Zane didn't get killed in the end of this book. I'm assuming that Jace was kind of the only one who would have like, ordered that because Zane was working for the family so I feel like Zane is going to be more of a thing in the next book also the king and also Paxton and I feel like those three are going to be fucking shit up and I'm not going to be happy about it because they were definitely like portrayed as really (laughs) stop smiling (laughs) really bad antagonists and maybe Kazzy's mom is going to make an appearance at some point just because I feel like that would make sense um because that's like a big uh thing for Cassie's character and yeah those are like my those are my major predictions those are what I think is gonna gonna happen I feel like because in this book there wasn't really an antagonist so I feel like this next book there's gonna be an antagonist you know what I mean like there's gonna be I Side note, I, I realize you're actually really right when you say there wasn't really an antagonist because they were both the main characters, protagonist and antagonist yeah. to each other. I feel like that was such a fun way to, like, a fun kind of story where there wasn't, like, obviously it still had the regular elements of a story, but it was just kind of different. Yeah, it wasn't, like, a, a strict, like, good versus evil. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that happens, like, oh, often very often yeah. it's like one of the main tropes there's good versus evil um it was just Cassie versus chase but then sometimes chase who's chase <laughs> jace but then also sometimes it wasn't Cassie versus jace because they were like getting along in those times yeah um, um. but yeah i also fuck i literally just had a point and i lost it Oh, I don't know. Good versus evil. 
Cassie versus Janice. Antagonist, protagonist. I don't know what it was. <clears throat> it's gonna bug me. Yeah, I feel like I'm just gonna go, and we're gonna see if I find it. <laughs> um, I, I, because this is also a point that I want to make. Um, it's a very Michael Scott thing of you to say. <laughs> Start talking. Hope I end up where I'm trying to go. <laughs> Um, but I, I actually am rewatching The Office, so maybe I'm just channeling Michael Scott right now. Um, but I do feel like it was interesting reading a book where, like, you would read a character's perspective and they would think, like, for example, whenever Kazzy thought that Jace was the enemy and you would be like, no, like, he's not. You guys need to get along. You need to work together. Like, I, like... I feel like that was something that I was consistently doing throughout the book where I was like, you guys need to put aside your differences and just accept that neither one of you is the bad guy. Yeah, it was, it was hard reading how they pictured each other as the enemy, but you know. And another really interesting thing was the fact that like both of their role models, like quite soon like accepted the other like jace's mom really quickly accepted Cassie. like obviously had her reservations at first but was kind of like i see what this is i'm gonna like let it happen and same with the queen like the queen was obviously like jace was a fucking prisoner and she so she was like uh i'm gonna like be a little bit on you know not welcome him at first but then at the end she was like i see what this is like i'm gonna just kind of push you guys together, you know, like, and th- those were like both of their role models, essentially. Yeah, I feel like it was something that everyone could see but themselves, just because mm-hmm. they wanted to not see it. Yeah. And I feel like because they had such strong, um, I don't know what the word I'm like kind of like alliances or like priorities like allegiances maybe like Cassie never wanted to disappoint the queen and then Jace never wanted to disappoint his own kingdom so it was like they were focused on completely different things that they didn't realize that they could just bring them together I also really liked the building of the settlement part I thought that was cute. I love that Jace got into it. (laughs) I know. And he was all like reserved at first. He was like, I don't want to fucking do this. And then he got there and he was like, well, I guess I I guess I'm going to dig some holes and work with this little child who like hates me, but is cute. Yeah, that was a, there's a lot of like little things in the book. That are just nice. Like it's just it was a pleasant read. Oh, also another thing that I want to say that I found refreshing in this book. I feel like a lot of authors per- portray the female in the relationship as being more willing to go for it. Whereas in this book, it was definitely Jace who was like more willing to set aside the differences to like pursue Cassie. 
as like a romantic thing. Yeah, I feel like Cassie was much stricter on herself being like, Mm -hmm. no, I have a job. These are my duties. Mm -hmm. I cannot do this. And I did find that super refreshing because usually it's the girl who's all like doe-eyed and like, I want to fall in love. Like, you know, classic princess trapped in a tower dynamic um where like he would have had to come rescue her but it was very much like again they started at the same level and it was actually jace who kind of fell for her a little bit more first which was interesting refreshing i liked it what's not to like in this book (laughs) right i don't understand how people could think it's overrated even if you don't like fantasy i think it's good uh maybe not if you don't like fantasy I understand not like yeah I think the thing for fantasy is I feel like if you don't like it it's so dense to read in the beginning Mm -hmm. so I can I can imagine why people would just be turned off initially but you just have to get past that little difficulty in the beginning yeah you definitely like once you're past the first quarter I feel like fantasy standalone books I don't like as much as I like fantasy series because like once you've finished the first half of the first book you're set you're good you know exactly what's going on like you can jump right back into that world um so like a series for fantasy is always better than a standalone book yeah I 100% agree you need the time to be able to build the world both in the story but also in your own head mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to do unless you have like an 800 page standalone book yeah same with dystopian books I feel like dystopian books I also really love um but you like a series is always better I mean actually kind of in general I like series better than standalone books I feel mm, yeah I think you're right actually I might agree with you Because I feel like if you were to ask me like what my favorite book is, it wouldn't be just like a, like I I have a book that is my favorite book, but I wouldn't read that book over a fantasy series. I'm trying to think what my, honestly, my favorite book might not even be a fantasy book. My favorite book is not a fantasy book. What is it? Mine is It's Kind of a Funny Story, Ned Vizzini incredible book such a good book good movie too Mm -hmm. what about you Mm, i feel like it's so hard to pick a favorite book but i think maybe the art of racing in the rain that's also a great book it wouldn't that one just got me in my feelings and it was it's very wholesome (sighs) yeah Lots of tears were shed. I I haven't actually seen the movie. Um, I haven't either. I I don't know if I want to. <laughs> I don't, I don't I know what to. it. Something about like the book is so Good. mentally intact for me that I mm-hmm. don't want to throw in someone's version of the characters into my like mental mix of what I think they should be. So yeah, I honestly don't know if I intend to watch it, but. Do you have a favorite character? Hmm. 
You know, I think my favorite character was Jace. Just because I love him. <laughs> the whole book, I was like screaming at Cassie that she was an idiot. <laughs> like I understood Cassie, but I was like, love him. I like the kids, like Nash and Lydia. <laughs> oh, they were cute. They're just having a fun time. But yeah, honestly, I feel like I like Jace. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember we were talking about Little Women and we were talking about, um, oh, frick, I already forget his name. Uh, Something Lawrence. Oh. Theodore? Ted. Ted. Teddy. Teddy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Teddy Lawrence. Um, and we were talking about how, like, he's like a classic, like, literature man that, like, women are like, oh my God, I love him. Not compared to Jace. Like, are you joking? What do you mean? Have you read? <laughs> like, Jace over Teddy any day. Like, no question asked. Like, not even... Immediately any of that. I, I already told you when we were talking about Little Women, I really like Teddy. He was just kind of an average dude. Right? This, yeah, no. I mean, I Are liked you... I liked Timothy Chalamet more than Teddy, if that makes sense. I just yeah. have... He's my, one of my celebrity crushes. So, obviously, I liked his character in the movie. But then reading the book, I was like, hmm. I also feel like... When someone asks you what your favorite character is from a book, you want with all your heart not to say the main character, <laughs> where you're like, obviously that's not a cool answer, but you know what? It is the main character. Um, well, I think that's kind of all I've got for Dance of Thieves. I feel like this is a very short recording session, too. It's been what, like it's an hour and 40 minutes yeah I think I think so yeah I think I think it's short because (laughs) Because we just skipped spoiler free and we were let's talk about the book also because usually we talk about other things (laughs) we actually just talked about the book yeah that's true there was much less tangents this episode I had thrown a tangent if you want um let me see what's on my mind that I need to tangent on did you watch Spider-Man? <gasps> I did. <laughs> did we talk about that? No, we did not. Okay, did this you is watch the tangent. It? This is the tangent that we're keeping in the episode. This is should have been, this is going to be in the intro or something. Um, Good afternoon, Spider-Man. <laughs> Good afternoon. Welcome to Books and Babies. Anyways, so Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, we are about to spoil the new Spider-Man movie that came out. We're going to talk about it. Um, So if you haven't seen the movie, number one, go fucking watch it. It's amazing. Unless you don't care for Spider-Man, then who are you? Why? What's wrong with you? You know, I took took the guys that I've been staying with to Spider-Man. It's like a thank you for letting me live in your house. Went rent-free. Went free. Um, It was so good. It was so good. You can't even deny that. I know you're not a super superhero girl but i'm i'm not a big superhero person i do like i like spider-mans i've seen almost all of them 
oh, and I'm so glad I've seen like the older ones too. That was Same. like, sweet Toby McGuire. Andrew, my TikTok is full of Andrew Garfield now. Same. I, um, I was so like proactive in not spoiling it for myself. So like anytime I saw any Spider-Man contact on social media, I would just swipe away. I was like, not interested. No spoilers, nothing, nada. So and you had no idea? I had no idea that it was going to be like a Spider-Man reunion. And I gasped so loudly in the theater when uh, fucking Andrew Garfield came on. I was like, <gasps> and then obviously Tobey Maguire came. It was so good. It was so good. Um, I love Spider-Man. I've always loved Spider-Man. He's always been my favorite superhero. I think he's my favorite superhero. I just still like it. It's not, you know? Mm-hmm. He's my favorite superhero, and I'm, like, obsessed with superheroes. But, like, Spider-Man, I used to wake up early every morning and watch the Spider-Man cartoons before school, and then all of the Spider-Man movies were coming out, and, like, I've watched them all. It's... Mm. <sighs> yeah, I feel like I'm more of the... I would watch it little bit after they came out if someone was like hey do you want to go see it and I'd be like oh sure and that's how I just happened to have seen all of the Spider-Man movies but it's not because I went out of my way to go see them I just have seen them but either way I still I thought it was a really good movie too so and I really you must have died when they all came out oh I did die when they all come out came out and like when they were all interacting with each other, like, you know, I, I love an awkward boy, which is again, why I love Spider-Man. Like awkward boys are my favorite boys. Um, so when they were all interacting with each other and then like Andrew Garfield was being all self-deprecating, they were like, no, no, absolutely not. You are a strong man. Like, and it was just, it was so good. It was so good. And then when Andrew Garfield, like got his redemption and saved MJ, mm-hmm fucking that was everything that was that was what I needed to see I was like and then he cried and then I cried I cried in the theater so hard man I honestly didn't see it coming but as soon as like uh I forget Tom Holland like his Spider-Man can't catch her and he like Andrew Garfield starts going I was like oh no he's gonna do it again and I didn't (laughs) I was like, oh my god, I can't take this. Um, and then when like Tom Holland's Spider-Man's like aunt died, that was super fucking sad. Cause like I don't know, I feel like Spider-Man is like a pretty relatable character where like you might not relate to it because you're a bitch, but uh <laughs> excuse me, what? <laughs> You're like, I really relate to Spider-Man because I, too, can climb on walls. <laughs> but no, I feel like he's, like, the type of character who has, like, so much shittiness thrown at him and he still tries to be, like, a good, kind person to to those around him, which is, like, kind of how I am. So I feel like that's why I like Spider-Man so much because, like, you know I've been fucking thrown through the ringer even in just, like, the last two months alone but like, I still try to be a good person and try to. Oh my God. Yeah. If, 
if I went through what you went through in the past a month, a hundred percent, that would have been my villain origin story. No question. <laughs> I am not that strong. <laughs> you think I'm strong? <laughs> I'm going to be holding on to that compliment for the rest of my life. So next week uh, on Books and Bevies, we will be reading A Vow of Thieves, which is the second book in this two-part series. It's just a two-part, right? I haven't finished the second one, okay. so I don't know. But I'm I'm assuming because... I, I, I'm assuming it's only two books. Um, the next step in the story. All right. Um, so if you want to follow us on social media, it's at bookbevies, B-O-O-K-B-E-B-V-I-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. And our email is bookbevies at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. We did it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.